And welcome, everyone, to another episode of Beauty and the Berg. I'm your host, Cindy Stovall, and we are here once again. This is the second time they've been with us, although they've been on stage for many years besides just the two that we've spoken about it. But we're here with uh, the co-founders and co-creators and collaborators of Beacon, the wonderful uh, dance um showcase that will be uh, at the Palladium on April the 28th. So we have Helen French and we have Lauren Ree Stone. Welcome. And we also have Alex Jones, uh, founder of Project Alchemy, which is an amazing dance collaborative. And uh, Alex figures prominently in pretty much every year of Beacon. Um, but I know that you, you're doing something special this year. So let me Welcome you all. Welcome to Beauty in the Berg. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So you started Beacon in 2015. Is that correct? Yes, 2015. And then did, how many did you have to miss because of COVID? Actually, just postponed one. So we went from, because um, it was scheduled for March, like the week after everything shut so we ended up pivoting and doing that as kind of an, a live or a live from the stage, but only live stream to your living room situation. Right. So we didn't really miss one. We just. So then this is, then this is your ninth. Then this is. Technically your- it's our eighth. So did we, I guess maybe we did, we counted as our eighth. So I don't know who <laughs> Laura and my math isn't. <laughs> Well, when I counted 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, I got nine. <laughs> I think technically we missed 2020 because because we put um, it into 2021 and I then we see. did another one. Like, so what was slated for that year ended up happening in the calendar year of 21 okay. is how we get it. Well, eight is still a very impressive record and it's just grown and uh, become more and more beautiful every year. So, um uh, let's ask Lauren. Lauren, w- why don't you tell us what Beacon is for those who don't know? Ah, you gave me the hard questions. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's great. So there's a couple of things we're thinking about. On the one hand, yes, it is a performance. It is a performance in partnership with our home, the Palladium, which is amazing. And it's a spectacular night to celebrate a lot of different professional artists' work. There is another piece of this, though, that Helen and I have been thinking about for a long time, and it is hand in hand with the longevity of the performance series, which is we're not only interested in producing shows. We love that, but that's not it. We are interested in creating the infrastructure for people, specifically professional dance artists and choreographers and their collaborators, to make a life in our home community. And so we think about this as one dimension, Beacon as one dimension of like a multifaceted approach to creating performance opportunities for everyone in the community. That is a very excellent answer. So you're you're, you're much better at hard questions than you think. (laughs) Uh, Alex, tell us about your involvement with Beacon and, uh, and something about Project Alchemy as well. Um, so uh, I know in the past, um, I started uh, with Drift in 2018 um, with Helen um, and then... I was uh, there. It was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, that 
that that work has a special place in my heart. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. the following year was Doors. And then our first um, kind of intro to Beacon was when it was, um, when when we did uh, St. Pete Performs. I think it was like Beacon Presents St. Pete Performs. And we did um, uh, a trio when the petals fall. And that was kind of the beginning of our like intro into Beacon. Um, this year we, um, uh, to kind of tag on to what Lauren is talking about um, uh, in terms of producing um, other things, Be Beacon um, is, is presenting uh, Project Alchemy's Jazz Theory the night before Beacon this year on April 27th, which is super exciting. Um, so we will be presenting something in the side door. Um, it's a piece that we did with uh, Jeremy Carter um, it was a part of my grad school independent study. So that'll be happening on the 27th. Um, and then we this year will be performing a completely different dance <laughs> the next night at Beacon. Um, I believe the title is Rupture. Because uh, <laughs> I am set still to trying to finalize. <laughs> it's set to Bach. Um, and um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm tossing with titles still because um the piece is very very close to me um and um uh it, in terms of religion faith and other forms i'll put it that way and it's i'm gonna leave it that big um so okay, that's okay um uh, people yeah, will just I, have to come just, and see and solve the mystery <laughs> yeah and they'll, that's, they'll kind, have of, to that's show kind of what i that's kind of what I, uh, Andy Scott, um, who's also performed at Beacon, um, she actually recent, recently saw us do the work um, in the studio and she was like, me not having any context to what the piece is about kind of let room for her to, you know, make decisions. So like down to what am I gonna call it is, um, is uh, it's like so important because I could either make it like a hit you over the face type of thing or leave, I want to leave room for you to kind of discover your rupture. So I think rupture is the the thing. I think it is. I'm not sure, but Absolutely. we will be doing that um, <laughs> April 27th. So I'm, I'm super excited. I love that. I love that. Let me just interject that uh, Jeremy was on my podcast one time, came to my house and did a solo with his saxophone in my living room. And I'm sorry, don't be jealous, <laughs> but you haven't lived until Jeremy Carter has done a, so a sax solo in your house. It's just, it's just amazing. So I know that was a, an amazing collaboration. It is, it's, it's really cool also just to have the opportunity because we're doing this through the South Arts Grant. Um, and um, I'm also going to like, Helen, if you want to elaborate on that too. Um, but we're doing it, we're doing this through the South Arts Grant, through the Palladium with Beacon. Um, and it, it's really exciting. Jeremy and I, when we did it first at 620 in 2020, actually, this was the last performance we did before lockdown <laughs> um, in 2020. Mm -hmm. When we did it, then we were talking about ways that we could bring it back. And we've done small iterations here and there, like serendipitously, because we were just both in the same space. Um, and so it's really awesome to get, to be able to put it in side door, which is a different space and also world build what that space is gonna look like because it's very, this show is very much deep 
steeped in uh, ja- the history of jazz dance, the history of jazz music, um, and also this this idea of ritual and possession and what that means for bodies and what that means for music and what mm. um, liberation and memories mean for the viewer and for the people doing it. Right. Um, so, so everyone is it's, very it's a super exciting piece. So everyone is mm-hmm. and it's very interactive for two nights. So let me let me get over to Helen yes, now. <laughs> doing different things. <laughs> no, no, thank you, Alex. Um, so Helen, tell us about some of the programming. What's what's in store for this year's Beacon? So um, I think what I what I love about it is the diversity that we have this year. Um, we have a dance film uh, by Sarah Emery called The Dinner Table, which has been. Um, selected for five global screenings, official selections, and it, it's a gorgeous work. Um, and I think dance film, I, I just, I love that we can do that next to, you know, um, something like Heidi Brewer's site-specific work that is, she's done it in multiple iterations and she's revamping it and kind of recreating it specifically for the Palladium, which, you know, is no small feat. I think it was originally done outside Um in a drive-through bank tellers, and it's morphed its way into a, a stadium and uh, into like a actual theater seating in a situation like that. And I think you see that's a great diversity right there. These two um, dance works that showcase um, women's voices as choreographers um, deal with relevant and pertinent um, topics and themes, but are are experienced in really different ways. Um, and then we have. Project Alchemy is bringing their work um, set to Bach to the stage. And I think that's, um, I just love how we're able this year to see Alchemy with two different voices in in a sense. They've got their jazz theory and then they've got Bach. And um, I think it speaks to the excellence of the choreographers, but also to the the scope of the work that they're able to do. Um, and then Sarah Walston is a uh, has a new company based in Tampa, but they're making their St. Pete debut um, with an excerpt of an evening length work. But the excerpt is called Maelstrom, and it's nine of nine dancers she's bringing this year. And um, I just I love that we have a company, a female run company. Um, we have it, it, a voice that's really strong, and she's highly classical ballet, but it's Atlas modern. It's like a modern infusion I don't want to put words in her mouth or but um I think that's delightful and then I I love Beacon every year because of all that what that I get to see but also because I get to be a part of it as a dancer and so um John O'Leary you know Jeremy Carter might have played in your living room but I get to dance with John O'Leary so, so the two of them <laughs> okay okay a okay music battle. <laughs> he's so is he playing is he accompanying yeah. your dance he is. We had a wonderful, every time he and I work together, I think we have more fun. Um, I know work gets done, but we have such a blast um, exploring themes and ideas and just kind of messing around. And I love the the temper, like we kind of temper each other where I might want to dig in and like codify something. He's a jazz musician. So he's like, let's try it this way. <laughs> so, um, and so that I'll, we're making a new duet that will premiere. Um, he yeah. was in my living room, but he did not play music. So you've got me there. <laughs> I mean, I, I love that we have live music. So in yes. both nights um, yes. and it has been, I, I just think that's also something wonderful that we can, that Beacon is able to, to do is to support that. Lauren, what's the most exciting thing to you about putting on Beacon every year? Oh man. <laughs> Another hard question. 
You handled the last one so beautifully. I just thought I would love another one. Eh? <laughs> well, if you thought you loved something before, you're really going to love this one. Um, you know, I feel like I would answer that in a couple of different ways. One is I currently live in New York City and travel back and forth a bunch and support my colleagues in my hometown who are there constantly on the ground. I don't actually know very often what is going to be on the stage. I've never seen it until <laughs> the night of. And there You're is something with everybody. That. You're yeah. with everyone else, yeah. There's something about that for me in this role as producer where it's like, I am behind the people. I am behind the community wherever they want to go. I don't need to see a product first. I believe in Alex as an example, period. Whatever Alex wants to do on that stage. My role is to make sure Alex can be on that stage in the way that Alex wants to and supported in the way that Alex wants to. Yes. So there's a dimension of that that I'm like, I am so proud and happy to get in my own small way, own small contribution to get to do that on behalf of our community. Um, and then, you know, I think I'm also excited about the long-term potentials. We want to see more education opportunities. We want to more fully produce artists and support them in the rehearsal process, not only the presentation fees. We want more collaborations across disciplines. We want, I mean, Helen and I, there's no shortage of vision potential here in terms of what we want to accomplish and do in St. Pete. So it, all of that feels very visceral to me in the excitement of the night and uh, the cheering and joy that is all coming together in one evening. Or in this case, it gets to be two evenings. See, aced it once again. That was that's wonderful. <laughs> okay, so we have eight minutes left, my friend. So here's what I want to do with that eight minutes. Two questions. The first, I would like to just spend a little time in tribute to Tom Kramer, if that's okay with, with you all. Um, and, and to ask each one of you to just, and try not to get emotional. I know that's not going to be easy. Um, but I want you each to tell me, you know, either your fondest memory of him or or what he meant to you. And we're going to see Helen's already. <laughs> uh, and then and then uh, the last thing will just be we'll go around to each one of you and just whatever you want to say in closing about Beacon. We'll we'll do that. OK, if everyone isn't, you know, uh, too, too upset to say, but, you know. It's just too, he's just too important to all of you, to all of us to, to, to not mention, uh, you know, this will be the first year of Beacon without his involvement. So um, let's, let's go around. Let's start with, um, let's start with Alex. If you can give us uh, either a memory or, you know, anything you want to say about Tom. Um, Tom was kind of a, uh my way into meeting Helen, which was, you know, kind of my later, my introduction into Beacon. Um, and I got to work with him at HCC and he, he has, nobody can capture movement in a way that he can. Um, and that is something that will live forever in his work. Um, 
just to uh, pictures of me, pictures of Helen, pictures of Lauren, um, you know, pictures of other artists that I've seen that where it's just like a, the moment in time, he has a way of capturing it and still, but I can see what that moment is still doing. Like I can see the finishing of the turn. I can see the lift of the leg. I can, and there's so much um, emotion and texture and, um, he he really left his mark on St. Pete and and on me. Um, so I'm I'm forever changed. That's lovely, Helen. I mean, I I think there's so many beautiful moments I have of working with Tom. Or but but Tom is a as a person in my family. He was at my wedding. Like I I was thinking through some lighting design ideas, and I I literally the other day heard Tom go don't make it so dark. That was always something <laughs> for him to get photos. Like I was, I can hear know, him saying that mm -hmm. Helen, don't let him make it so dark. Um, but I think the sweetest memory I have of Thomas is, is has nothing to do with dance photography. Although I, I think that, um, he is unparalleled in what he was able to capture and how he was able to be, um, capture those moments. But literally we were driving in a car and he gave me advice about plumbing like we were having a plumbing issue and he was like, my dear, this is what you should do. And I think when you get to that point with a fellow artist and a friend and, and it, the lines of like professionalism and friendship and camaraderie and family become so intermeshed. Um, I think that's just how I remember him the most is that he was in great, his family. So. Yeah, absolutely. Lauren. Yes. Thank you. I was just reflecting on. <laughs> I have. I am a dancer. I still move all of those things. I am not understood to be this profound, extraordinary technician <laughs> in the ways that my colleagues here are, are. And I'm heavily tattooed, a lot of things. And, you know, I once had a session with Tom that I think about a lot where he, I actually got to feel beautiful that he saw me that way. And there is a record of he, him seeing me as the person that I feel that I am dancing inside. And when I look at his images of other dancers, that's my relationship to what I think he's, he's um, offered to all of us is that beauty. That's lovely. I'm just going to throw in if I, if I could, because he was a dear friend to me as well. And uh, my my fondest memory is of going over to their condo, Paula and Tom's condo, because I was writing an article for Hearts in the Arts, where I write an article every February about a couple who both of them are in the arts. Um, <clears throat> so I went to Tom and, and Paula's and Paula made blintzes. <laughs> And the three of us just sat and ate glimpses and it was just the most, and they told their story to me and it was just the most wonderful thing because these stories about personal stuff, not about promoting events or about their work, it's about how they met and fell in love. Um, so that was very special. So uh, thank you for obliging me by letting me tell my my part too. Um, so let's... Um, and we love you, Tom. That's all I can say. Um, so let's go around now. And uh, in the last couple minutes, 
just tell me anything that comes to mind that you want to make sure, Helen, I want to make sure that you tell us the times and, and the, and the uh, connection info. So I'll let you do that and then we'll get last thoughts. Yeah, so Beacon, um, the Jazz Theory Project Alchemy at the Side Door is going to be Thursday, April 27th, and it's a 7 p.m. start time, right, Alex? 7.30. start time. Yeah. Thank you for correcting me. Um, and then Friday night, April 28th, is going to be Beacon um, on the main stage in the Huff Hall, and that is an 8 p.m. start time. And uh, you can buy tickets on mypalladium.org. Um, you can go to our presenting sponsor, Kawa, and get a coffee code and get get some discount on your tickets. Um, so, yeah, so that's some pertinent information for us to know. You want to say wonderful. student rush? Oh, yes. And night of, thank you, Lauren, night of student rush tickets are $10 one hour before the curtain, cash only. Incredible. What a great, you, you want to open up these opportunities to young yeah. people who might not otherwise have an opportunity. Yeah, they, you know, and I think, I think- Or their students. Yeah, and the Palladium has been fantastic about making sure that we can get accessibility and ticket prices and, and things like that um, to yeah. help support everyone in our community being able to come to begin. Yes, absolutely. And thank you for making that accessible to everybody. Lauren, final thoughts. Um, I'm just going to invite everybody to come out. It is a fun night. I am usually tasked with being the hype person <laughs> to get everybody excited. And the thing that I want to say, if you are a person that maybe doesn't think of yourself as a dance concert going person, I would like for you to try it on, see how it feels when you come into the Palladium for for these two evenings, we are not going to ask you to sit there silently in some special outfit, although I hope you're wearing a great outfit because I'm going to have an amazing dress. Um, you are welcome to come in and clap and get up and move around and shout for people like that's the vibe and the energy of the night, not a stuffy one. So come out, show up. I love it. Alex, you get the final word, my friend. Um, I... I... I want to start off by saying that like it's just so cool to have um friday night two dance companies um in the tampa bay area in one spot accompanied by three also awesome independent artists presenting work like that is really really cool and something that should be valued and so like don't miss out on seeing that on friday um and then on Thursday, you're going to get transported into a jazz lounge. So come ready to like, come ready to move because you will be moving. You will be moving. It is, it, it's two nights of really awesome, immersive dance and you don't want to miss that. So, and, and I mean, I'm super excited, you know, to be with Project Alchemy and leading them and, you know, something awesome Thursday night and then turning around and performing something completely different on Friday. Like that is super exciting to see versatility in the dancers that I get to work with, like on a weekly basis, but then also to see everybody else who's doing amazing work too. So like, yeah, just, you should already buy your ticket now. Like, <laughs> I don't know why you're waiting. You shouldn't be waiting. You should be listening to this and buying your ticket. That's come right. Nights. Support dance because you my... have nothing better to do than watch dance. <laughs> so you you heard the man. Go to mypalladium.org 
and get your tickets for Beacon and for the amazing jazz night that's going to be at Side Door the night before uh, with Project Alchemy. And uh, I can't thank you all enough. Helen, Lauren, Alex, thank you so much for being on Beauty and the Berg today. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm going to make sure that I am there. I love it. I am, uh, like Lauren said, I'm no dance aficionado, but I know beauty when I see it. And I always really, really enjoy being there. So thank you all for doing what you do. And thank you all for tuning in and listening to this episode of Beauty and the Berg. Thanks to my guests, Helen French, Lauren Sloan, and Alex Jones. Have a great, great day, everyone. <laughs>